This is Ryan Watches a Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls in the lobby yard. Watching the <laughs> Goranian crawl. <laughs> Magi. Little kids got naked mad. Lots of sex. Don't even waste your time. Hello, welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 80. My name is Adam. Today we're joined by Kevin. How are you, Kevin? <laughs> That's kind of how I'm feeling at this point. Yeah, Ryan, it's like it's rainy here. It's rainy training. here too. Yeah, it's yeah. just the Ryan, how you doing? I'm alright. I fucking hate Microsoft Xbox. Yeah, Ryan and I have been having a hell of a time getting copies of Payday 2, and I'm sure that many of you out there listening <clears throat> were also having the same difficulties. Um what movie did we have you watch this week? Auto Erotica. No, no, Auto Erotica. <laughs> Starting off Sorry, good. I'm thinking of the second <laughs> word. Okay. <laughs> Autoerotic. This came out in 2011. This is directed by Joe Swanberg and Adam Weingard. Uh, picked this in honor of Drinking Buddies and Your Next coming out this week. Ooh. Yeah, Double. one's directed by Adam Weingard, one's directed by Joe Swanberg. How about that? Unbelievable. And on top of that, this is how many connections this movie has. Oh my god, late on me. This film stars Amy Simetz, who's okay. in You're Next. Ooh. Okay. It was uh, co-written by Simon Barrett, who co-wrote You're Next. Wow. Um, of course, Joe Swanberg stars in You're Next, and he also and he directed Drinking Buddies. Wow. So there's just crazy numbers of connections going on with this movie this week. <sighs> it's too too many. Also, Ty Kate, West. Kate Ty Lin- West. Caitlin Shield is also in your next and in Autoerotic. Yep. Same with Ty West. Unbelievable. Jasper Justice Lee doing the music again. Yeah, it's crazy. Unbelievable. So, in addition to the names we already mentioned, uh, there's a bunch of other people in this. I don't know if I said that Adam Weingard is actually stars in this as well, but he. He's in it. Lane Lane Hughes, who is also in Your Next, is in this. Oh my goodness. Is this <laughs> yeah. just Your Next? <laughs> yeah, I know. But anyway, Ryan... Uh, oh, I do have a synopsis here. I don't have a trailer, because there's... Actually, th- there is a good bit of dialogue, but it's, it's pretty sparse, so I, I didn't think it was necessary. Uh, the synopsis says, Follow four interconnected Chicago couples as they explore the boundaries of self-pleasure and sexual exploration. Uh, Ryan, what did you think of autoerotic? It was a softcore porn. It was a softcore porn? Yeah. Hmm. Like you just said, it takes place in Chicago. Uh, there's four couples that the story gonna intertwines with. One lays another, and it very greatly confused me, like a lot. All, all I remember seeing is sex, <laughs> and really, I really, really thought this was like actual porno without any like explicit material. It's pretty explicit. For not being a porno. Yeah, but I made not full-on porn explicit. No, there was no, like, ejaculating on people's backs. Yeah. You could see. This isn't Ken Park. (laughs) 
No. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I mean, what did you... Did you find it funny? I mean, it is... Some parts of it made me laugh when I... Maybe I just didn't fully understand it. And that's oh. why I didn't laugh that much. But I laughed, like, maybe... I don't know exactly how many times, but I laughed. <laughs> you don't keep track? For a, a quarter of the movie total. And the mm. other parts, I was like, what... What's happening? I now you say you were you were confused. What what was confusing? The fact that uh, the people were interconnected with each other. It sort yeah. of seems like it'd be straightforward, though. Is yeah, it like straightforward. Like this person, like it follows this couple, and then like the boyfriend of this couple is friends with this other guy, and then we follow them, and it's pretty straightforward. Uh, I mean, I guess I guess maybe it could be confusing because there are. A number of characters that it follows, and none of them are named. None of none of the characters at all have names. Oh, okay. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't address each other by name. That confused me. What was your favorite segment? Like which uh, story? They were kind of made fun called the all. At certain (laughs) points, I was just like, "What? What?" What's happening? Yeah, it, it definitely <laughs> isn't the. It's definitely not the comfortable kind of sex. I mean, I guess the the two girls were kind of funny, but like I said, it was all just really weird. Weird, weird how? Like Expound weird, on that. like I don't. I'm not used to having these conversations with. But well, you're having it right now, buddy. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, to you guys. I'm not used to having conversations that these people had. So that's why it was weird to me. Because mm. they're just openly talking about sex and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it was just not the normal thing. Did it make you uncomfortable? It did. Yes. I think it was. Uh, maybe I'm completely wrong, but I think that it was Ty West's character. He was the one that took all, like, ate a whole bottle of penis enlargement pills. That was that. That may laughed. Uh. <laughs> and did, he, did he die? No, he didn't. He didn't die. But I think and wasn't they, the girl like uh, frightened of him? She like ran out of the room. Yes. You started screaming and then ran out. I would imagine that that would kill you. Yeah, probably. And then Adam... The thing I've noticed a lot about Joe Swanberg and Adam Weingart's movies is that the male characters are always such fucking douchebags. Except for drinking buddies. I wonder if they do that on purpose. Do they make them douchebags? Or do they think that they're actually like cool characters? I don't know. They're always assholes. Like Adam Weingart's character in this, he uh like he's just such a sleaze bag and his that was the one Ryan where the his ex girlfriend went over to his house to try to get him to erase the sex tape. Uh, uh, that that was like that's what I'm talking about. Weird. It, like, that's that scene was really funny when 
he was naked and he comes out and he's just wearing a towel and she's sitting on his bed and he's just standing there with his crotch in her face. And he's like, should I uh, go get dressed or should I not? And she's like, yeah, you should go get dressed. And then then they're breaking up and... Well, they've already been broken up for a while at this point. Well, yeah, it's like the final final closure item. (laughs) And he's like, "Um, I need to mix these three and you have to send this and it'll make a mold up your vagina. (laughs) Yeah. That was the that was what he did. He goes, "Okay, I'll delete the sex tape if you sit on this thing and it and create a mold of your vagina." Yeah, that's that sounds normal. And then she did it and then she's like, "Never call me or yeah. see me ever again." <laughs> wow. Yeah. It it was um it was kind of a take on like modern sex, like the one one guy I think the one guy's like addicted to to porn or something, right? Which one? No, maybe not. Maybe I'm just. It's been a while. <laughs> you, you just you just you just figure nowadays that that would be in there. Probably. Maybe that was another Swanberg <laughs> movie. It might have been LOL <laughs> that that was the case. I don't remember. That's a different LOL I'm uh, referring to, not, no, not the Miles no, Cyrus I, one. No, uh, I like to think of Joe Swampert directing a Miles Cyrus movie. <laughs> <laughs> this got, on on Rotten Tomatoes, this was Joe Swanberg's lowest rated movie with a 25%. Uh, however, there was only eight reviews counted, and some of his movies haven't even don't even have scores on Rotten Tomatoes. I think just because he pushes out movies. Yeah, I, I doubt people but, even know that they exist. He's putting out too many. Well, I didn't. What was it? The uh, 2010, he put out seven. Yeah. I mean, he's like a machine. He just craps out these movies. Like, it's. And some of them are good. Some like, of them. But at the like same I time, liked, he, he I, could uh, use a little bit of. Put some time into him. A little bit here. I, I really liked LOL. I thought that, that was that was good. Um, I didn't see, or did I see Hannah? T- see, the problem with his movies is they all kind of blend together. Yeah. I didn't see Hannah Takes the Stairs. That's one that I'd like to see. I saw Uncle Kent. I saw Uncle Kent as well. Ugh. I didn't like that. Ugh. Much. That was, that, there was a lot of sex in that one, wasn't there? Yeah, there was the, I, I would really like to see uh, Ryan watch that portion where, uh, Kent talks about like how he shows that woman how he masturbates. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, and to me, like stuff like like uh, like the mold of the vagina. How do you have enough balls to ask your ex girlfriend for that favor? Because well, he has he has leverage. That's why. yeah. Because he has leverage and he's a sleaze. He's a sleaze bag. And apparently she doesn't make great decisions, so no, no this perfect, is perfect storm. She's like getting married, and yeah. she bolts her vagina for him. It's kind of weird. That's well, still better than having a sex tape that could be released out into the world. True. Sure. 
Because at least with the vagina mold, you don't even... You can't prove Tell that it was it. you. <laughs> well, the, I think that this is probably only the second, maybe, uh-huh. movie that we've had you watch that would be considered Mumblecore. So are you a huge fan of the Mumblecore? Yeah, man, they explained to me what Mumblecore is. The- um... Oh the other goodness. one that we that we had you watch was Baghead, way back. And did you see the movie Cyrus, the one with Jonah Hill? Yeah. yeah. That might that might be considered mumblecore. I don't know. I I don't particularly like to label that, but I've read interviews with Joe Swanberg. He he seems to really like own the name. Like I think that he doesn't mind it, but I know that the Duplass brothers aren't too into. Yeah. Being categorized as that. Now, they, it, may, I mean, they make me laugh. They're very awkward. That's why I like drinking buddies. Yeah, I, I don't, like awkward. drinking buddies. I don't know if that would be considered mumblecore either. Like, I'm, no, I guess that, it would. No, maybe. No, that would not. You be. don't think so? No, I mean it's characterized like uh, you know, no production value or really, really low budget production value. Just actors that are not professionals and that like natural sparse dialogue which to me is american natural dialogue where everything's just like 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 and they sort of right, sound where, like they're where completely things, idiotic where things right exactly where i think a lot of them are are not very heavily scripted there's a lot of ad-libbing or there's no script at all and just everything feels very natural yeah, Dial- sparse that, dialogue from indifferent actors, really. It couldn't. And a lot this. of a lot of conversations that don't really have any merit to the film itself. Just nat, just normal, small talk and stuff like that. Like nights and weekends, I think, which is another Swanberg movie, is probably a good example of that. Where it's just about a couple. It's like it's him and um, Greta Gerwig. If we are. Just describing describes all Molokora, then no. I don't <laughs> like it. You don't like it? I don't like the Stuart Dagning irritates I like it. I like the natural sounding conversations. I, th- I think it's okay, but there are portions where it's just too fucking much. Like your sister's sister, which isn't really a mumble chord, but the dialogue in that film. I just, like, I can't connect to those people. They fucking irritate the shit out of me. Well, one of your favorite, I would say that one of your favorite movies of last year is Mumblecore, The Color Wheel. Yeah, but they actually, they spoke a little more intelligently. Yeah, but I would still call that, I would still call that Mumblecore. Yeah, I'd probably be on, like, the outskirts of Mumblecore. Caitlin Shell was in it. Indeed. For a very small amount of time, though. I don't even remember her in that, actually. She was his girlfriend i think like ex-girlfriend or something like that oh maybe yeah like they were breaking up at the time or whatever i want to see that again maybe it was great i don't know what do you what do you think about now the drinking buddies has hit and has definitely been his like most mainstream commercial film what do you think as far as what he's got gonna be doing um do you think he's gonna stay at that level or do you think he's gonna like go back and make a bunch of smaller movies or I think he'll stay at that level and make the smaller movies in between. Yeah. That's kind of, you know, well, I mean, uh, shoot him out real quick. Yeah. He's kind of already doing that really, I guess. Yeah. Cause 
but and he's, I, a, he's doing a lot of acting too. The Drinking Buddies is that showed you right there that he just needs a little more money for production value, some better actors, and just or maybe just a tighter script, really. But well, no, never mind because he a lot of it is improvised. Yeah, well, it could be. I think he just he really uh, benefits from collaboration. Like every film that I've seen that's just really just him is a lot to be desired. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you'll find anybody. There is a really cool Joe Swanberg box set that's out there. I don't know if you've seen that, but it has like the DVDs. It has like the um, the vinyl of the soundtracks i think factory 25 is putting it out nice and it, it looks really cool it's not all of his movies which prevents me from getting it but but it's it, uh silver it's bullets a, art history the zone that's it just three yeah. of them yeah exactly all right those are three that i never even saw so okay uh, maybe we should talk about Adam Weingart as well, just because it was co-directed by them. I feel like we've been hanging on Swanberg a little bit. I don't know who direct who directed with like which segment in this, but Adam Weingart has your next coming out. Ryan, are you excited for your next? Uh, I, yeah, I, I'm kind of tired of seeing the commercial, but at first, yeah. Uh, it looks pretty good from what I see. So yes. Yeah, I heard a lot of really good things about it. I'm pretty excited to see it. You know, this was your next was made in 2011, and it took him forever to get that movie out. And he's actually filming a new movie called The Guest, which I think involves is written by Simon Barrett as well. Correct. That looks like it's going to be pretty cool. I saw a poster for it, and I saw a couple stills. That's a horror movie. I guess Adam Weingard mostly deals with horror movies. He did A Horrible Way to Die, which I liked uh, for the most part, but it has this really weird camera style to it that most people will probably hate. I'll have to check it out, because I loved him in VHS 2. <laughs> Love him. It's fucking amazing. Uh, he also directed a segment in ABCs of Death, which I'm sure was, that was amazing. It was all right. I mean, he had the letter Q, so I mean, what what can you do with that? And the segment that he did was pretty pretty funny. Was it was a, Q is for quack. Was it a killer duck? Uh, no. Oh. What they what they decided to do was. They were like, oh, man, what are we going to do? Like, let's do, like, Q is for quack, and let's let's just shock everybody by killing a real duck on camera. So they take this duck out into the desert in a cage, and they're going to shoot it, but bad things happen. Oh. It's pretty good. Ryan, any other thoughts on autoerotic? I would say if you're looking to be constantly mm-hmm. entertained, this is not for you. Mm. So you were so you're saying uh, you weren't constantly entertained? And, the, and I think you have to watch it multiple times to understand it all. I think it's uh it's only an hour and twelve minutes, so it's yeah. it's pretty breezy. So you can watch it like three times in a row, one day. Yeah, there you go. Banging up before lunch. 
<laughs> Not sure if you'd really want to do that, but hey. Yeah, whatever. do it. Do it. Whatever. All right, well, let's uh, let's go ahead and give you your drum roll. Ryan, what do you give autoerotic? Why? Five out of ten. That's surprising. Not too bad. I thought it was going to be lower, judging I, yeah, from what kinda, you were saying. Kind of did, too. Now no, I, I was, uh, like I said, I was entertained, not not constantly entertained. You were, normally, normally, you love these kinds of movies about sex. <laughs> this yeah. one was just, it's just a bit too frank for you, huh? bit too it's, real. Uh, yeah. You like you like the too the sex comedies that are that are like goofball, not not realistic. Yes. Oh. Because I feel like having most of the conversation in this there made you uncomfortable. You know, like in real life, that would just be weird. But maybe it's because I haven't had them in real life, or you know, you know. You tell me you don't sit around and have sex discussions? <laughs> I like, try not to. Like, like book club style? Just book club style. No, Keeping we, a don't have a, sex. we don't have a once a week meeting. Well, now, you like girls a lot, and that's yeah. kind of similar that deals with kind of real world sex situations. And I, that, it's that very makes awkward. me laugh a lot, like a whole lot. <laughs> He's saying like a whole lot, a whole lot, and <laughs> auto rides. And, and Brian Myers' daughter is not bad looking. That's why you like it, because you you like the chicks in it. <laughs> the chicks. <laughs> no, the chicks is for just just Brian, just Brian Williams' daughter. That's it. Everyone now, else can go to hell. That main girl, she's. Fairly funny. The main and girl, Lena Dunham, the creator yeah. and writer of the show. And the English girl, she's pretty funny, yeah. I can't remember her name. Yeah, now, you did watch Tiny Furniture on my recommendation. What did you think of that? that it was the same, basically. Yeah. It was like an hour and whatever minute long episode of Girls. Yeah. A lot of the same actors are in it as well. All right. Well, I think that that's a good place to end it. Any final thoughts about autoerotic? <sighs> no, not really. <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> Strong recommendation. All right. Well, for all the latest film news and reviews, visit us at filmpulse.net. Send us an email at feedback at filmpulse.net. Follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net. And be sure to rate us on iTunes. We appreciate that very much. For filmpulse.net, my name is Adam. All right, Kevin. Oh my. And we will see you on Monday. The lonely neighbor invited him for pies. So he was between her thighs. Well, in search of him, his lover barged right in a cold 45. Cold on the riding. Lovers in the dust, lovers in the dust, dancing in decay, dancing in.
I tried. What oh, I no, it made it better. It made it better that you tried what to do wanted, something and it didn't work. What I wanted to do didn't work out. <laughs>